Have you ever heard about the Bhopal disaster, the most deadly chemical disaster ever? The Bhopal disaster was a disaster that released 30 to 45 tons of toxic gas into the air. This was caused by faulty safety mechanisms. Water accidentally entered a pipe and poured into a giant tank of methanol isonate. This type of gas has a devastating effect because it is heavier than the atmosphere, so it clouds around the, at ground level instead of being released in the atmosphere like most other gases. What were the effects? The disaster took the lives of more than 15,000 people. It also estimated that because of the gas, 500 to 600,000 people have long-term effects from the gas. Because of the gas, there are long-term effects that include cancer, stillbirths, miscarriages, lung, and heart diseases. Along with all these effects on humans, it also affected the environment by killing more than 2,000 animals overnight and con contaminated the soil and water with deadly chemicals. This has severe effects on farming and food production, along with having clean water. Since the ground was contaminated, the soil crops were wasted, the contaminants poisoned the water in the rivers, making it undrinkable, and killing all the river's livestock. The next major problem was also the air quality. The gases that were released grouped together at ground level, making the air highly polluted and filled with deadly chemicals. The air quality had a major effect on human lives and on animal lives. It gave humans and animals deadly diseases that in lots of cases killed people, and if it didn't kill you, it had a highly affected a long period of your life. Now let's move on to the cleanup strategy. For the Bhopal disaster, the cleanup strategy was unique. The government didn't think that the plant was deemed as dangerous, therefore there wasn't a plan of action in place for the cleanup. Once the disaster happened, the government was pretty surprised and didn't really know what to do. Therefore, they brought in a special team with the equipment needed so that they could clean up all the gases. As soon as the cleanup crew took over with the disaster, uh, they used transformers to collect all the gases. Since lots of gas was contained inside the building, they pumped it all out into the transformers so that they could properly dispose of it. The transformers took tens of thousands of MIC from the plant. As they could the gases away, they also used special equipment and chemicals to clean up the water and the air. The final part of the cleanup was creating a secure landfill where they could dispose of the MICs so that no more chemicals would be pumped into the air or the rivers, causing more environmental impacts and deaths. The cleanup took an estimated $2 million in around two years. Now we all know this all happened, but what could we have done to stop this from happening? The simplest thing could have been done to stop this from happening. This device is called a slip line. The reason all the gases were released is because there was a water leak and water got into the MIC tanks. The slip line device would have prevented all this from happening by causing a watertight blockage. In almost all the plants like this around the world, they had these devices, but unfortunately because the plant was not following proper laws and government wasn't concerned about the plant, these devices were not there. This all led to the water entering the MIC tanks, causing the gas leak. Now the next part of this is, are there any alternatives for MIC? At the moment, they are trying to find safer alternatives. However, there are many new laws implied so that this will never happen again. New ventilation systems are mandatory and get checked to see if they're up to code. Specialized clothing is now required. And as I said, they also need slip lines so that they won't have another disaster this devastating. In Canada, there is a group that thinks they're getting closer to finding an alternative, but it will still be very, very hard to replace MIC since it is such a big industry.
Now let's look at the chemical side of things. What type of reaction is this? The reaction hexacetyl plus water equals methylene plus carbon dioxide. Or, since I didn't pronounce that so well, CH3NCO plus H2O makes CH3NH2 plus CO2. This is a chemical reaction that is a double displacement reaction. But how does this reaction have a role in this disaster? and what, what role does it play? When hydroxygen and water mix, it creates a methylene and carbon dioxide gas. This reaction creates the gas that was just named. That means the role it plays is creating the deadly gas that killed all those animals and people. Now let's look at why this reaction happens. This reaction happens because water and MIC react with one another exothermally and creates heat that creates vapors that are deadly and will ignite if it is crossed with strong oxidation agents. The only conditions that affect this treatment is if water and MIC somehow mix with one another. If this happens, only one other condition affects the reaction. That is oxygen. If water mixed with MIC and then mixes with oxygen, you will have a highly deadly and explosive gas and a huge problem to deal with, just like what we saw in Bohopal. Now, what's the chemical equation? I already mentioned this, but the chemical equation is CH3NCO plus H2O makes CH3NH2 plus CO2. Bear with me, I'm not so good at pronouncing this, but the word equation is hydroxytonitril plus water equals methylene plus carbon dioxide. Now, a lot of times chemical disasters are caused by chemical quantities and errors. Well, in this case, in the Bohopal chemical disaster, the only real mistake or error was not having the proper safety equipment in place. The water mixed with the MIT and created at least 30 tons of methanol isotate, estimated to be around 30 to 45 tons of methanol isotate. The rest of the compound amounts were unknown and were not shared. But really, the only error was that they allowed water and the MIC to mix. Now, to finalize everything, the only thing that could have been done in order to ensure this doesn't happen again is to have the proper technologies in place. The reaction that happened was because water was added to hydrocitrate and created a deadly gas. If less water was allowed in the hydrocitrate, then maybe there would have been less deadly gas created and less tragedies. But that is why we have slip lines now, and they are so important and now legal to have. You need to have these at your companies. It is illegal not to have them. Thank you for listening, and I hope you now know more about the Bohobo gas tragedy.